Our phone number is 857-557-4LOU, 857-557-4568. Good morning. Uh, back from a uh, weekend off, and uh, I'll talk a little bit about that uh, coming up a little bit later on. A big thank you to uh, Eric Rung, who uh, filled in last Saturday. I do have a question. Andy, were you working last Saturday? I was off last Saturday as well. Oh, and Don, you weren't here either, were you? That's correct. I was also um, So I got a, you know, I saw Eric uh, tweeted something that I woke up early on Saturday, and he said, you know, very kind. He said, sitting in for, you know, the great Lou Manfredini, and he said, three hours of radio coming up. I was like, hmm, I thought we were on for four. Did they only, <laughs> did they go early? Was there a game? Or was it all four? I think it would probably be all four. Uh, yeah, I would I think, think so, so too. Right? Yeah. 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 Well, I know Mike Holmes uh, from Creative Carpentry and Jim Sullivan with Tate Enterprises sat in with him. So anyway, nice, uh, a nice big thank you. I do have a little bit of homework for you, Lindsay. Good morning, Lindsay, by the way. Oh, uh, good morning. Good morning. And, and Andy and Don. Good morning. And, and, and this, is, this, is for la- this is for next hour. But uh, June is turning out to be a really big month uh, in the Manfredini family. Our son got married last weekend, which Oop. was really fun. And nice. my wife and I just celebrated our, our or, or Carmen, our daughter Carmen, just turned 26. For those that have listened for a long time, she was the one born on a Saturday when I was on with Roy Leonard. Um, and Roy announced that it was a, a, a boy. And, uh, <laughs> but, you know, it's a lot of confusion at that time. Anyway, um, and then it was our 32nd wedding anniversary. Wow. And I got Aww. this card from my wife. And so this is my, and I don't want to, and then I wrote a card to my wife as well. But this is my, my assignment for you. I'm not going to hit you with this. I want you to think about this. And then after 7 o'clock, I'm going to tell you what was in the card that my wife wrote to me after 32 years. But I want, so Andy, your lovely fiance's name is? Molina. Melina. Yes. And 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 um and Don is Gretchen, your fiance. Yes, sir. Lindsay, your husband's David. So I want yes. you to think about and and, the, and this I don't want to think too hard, but this is for later. I'm not going to put you on the spot now. I don't want you to answer now. I want you to think of two words to describe your relationship, Lindsay with your husband and Don and Andy with your fiancés. In other words, two words. If you're going to think about the people in your life that you've been with. Now, Lindsay, now you and David have been married 11 years? 10 years? Yes, 11 11 years. 11 years, right? Two words. After 7 o'clock, I want to hear what those are. And then I'm going to share with you the two words that my wife shared with me after 32 (laughs) years. Wait. All right. Right on. Yeah, this is going to be fun. Well, or not. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how it goes. It's don't ever I, promise, right? I'm right, already right. married. I know. It, I, I know, and I'm hoping that after seven o'clock, I'm still married. <laughs> <laughs> Fingers crossed. I've been thinking about this all week, oh, which man. is a concern of mine. Anyway, so uh, anyway, uh, that'll be coming up after seven o'clock this morning. We're going to take a bunch of calls today, so all I want to do is uh, be open uh, for all of you to call in with anything that you might have going on in and around your home at 857-557-4LOU, 857-557-4568. We do have a Noodaloo 2 coming up a little bit later on that is going to be a must-have for all you wine drinkers that like to travel with your wine and take it anywhere with you. And... um 
So that'll be coming up a little bit later. You know, my, my son, um, Max, our son, Max, who just turned 21, um, he's not, he's not a big drinker and, uh, you cannot find the WGN radio beer anywhere. It is the hardest thing to find. And we keep running ads for it. I'm like, what are we doing? <laughs> right. I've gone to I've gone to a couple liquor stores, you know, that they say that's at and they're like, Oh yeah, we sold out, we sold out, we sold out. It is so good. I had it some is, the other day. It's delicious, at right? A, at a restaurant. It's a great, at a restaurant. Great. Right. So I haven't I haven't done that, but um was it let two weekends ago we were up you know, we were gonna all be together as a family and I looked a couple places and uh, our son Max was gonna meet us and I said, Hey, you know, he's twenty one now. I can't believe I said this to him. And he go, I go, I need you to go to Metropolitan Brewing, which is where they brew the beer. Mm-hmm. And I go, they probably have it. Can you go buy a six-pack? So here I'm telling my newly minted 21-year-old son to go buy a six-pack. And he did. He showed up with it. And it, yeah. was a big, it was a big hit, and it was really great. And so then he also walks in. He must have stayed. He goes, and, and, he, and he has this bottle of Jack Daniels. <laughs> Yeah, li- like a little one, like the kind you drive around with, you know, which you shouldn't be driving around. With. And he goes, that's mine, too. I go, OK, what are you going to do with that? He goes, oh, I don't know. I just, you know, just the fact that I could buy it. <laughs> Souvenir. I go, OK, yes. how about you stick to the beer? You don't want to go right to the Jack Daniels no, right no, away. No. As yeah. I, right, right that, to the Jack. But, yeah, that know, is not the place to start. But that's uh, a lesson for, every 21 year old has to like learn for themselves at some point. It's like right? me. It's like me and tequila. I can't oh, do it. Right. Yeah. But at one point, I'm sure it was like, I'm going to try. I'm going to go for it. Yeah, and I kept trying and trying and trying. <laughs> That's the problem, right? right. So, yep, yep. Anyway, it was pretty funny. So it is. The, if you can find the delicious WGN beer, it is delicious. It is I good. mean, it really is legit good. It's a great summer beer, those golden oh, lagers. Yeah. So good. You just can't find it. 857-557-4LOU. 857-557-4568 is our phone number. Um, we'll have lots to talk about, but I'd like to talk to you this morning. It's been chilly, lots of rain. I want to uh, let you know that if you're someone that takes care of your lawn on your own, this is the weekend and the next weekend, kind of the next 10 days, when you should be putting down that grub protection which is super important uh, because if you don't get ahead of it, all of a sudden your lawn starts coming up like a carpet, which you don't want. Um, So this is the weekend to go out there and do all that. And the cooler temperatures now, it's perfect to put this down before we get the hot, hot weather, which will only help those grubs get more active when the hotter weather comes uh, next week as well. All right, 857 Five five seven four Lou. Why don't we take our first call, sponsored by Bathfitter.com slash Lou, and let's go to uh, Gary, Indiana, uh, this morning and talk with uh, Cliff. Cliff, good morning. You're on House Smarts Radio. Hey, Lou. Thank you for taking my call, sir. My question is, I have a metal roof on a one-story, three-bedroom, two-bath house. Recently... I had some concrete poured from the front to the back. Okay. There is no gutters in the house, so all the water runs off the rooftop onto the sidewalk now below. I'm getting all these rust spots on the sidewalk, and I can't imagine where the rust is coming from if the, uh, the metal roof, of course, is made out of a material that won't rust, and I'm wondering if it's the fasteners that are 
it's a lot of rust, but just in a couple spots, there's a good amount of rust in the past week or two. Right. And I'm wondering where the roof is coming from. How, how, <clears throat> uh, what's the age of that roof? When did, when did that roof go in? Oh, it's gotta be 15, 20 years old. Okay. You probably, and is it a painted metal roof? In other words, does it have a color on it? Uh, uh, what color is the roof? Yeah, it's a, a dark brown yeah, or okay. gray. Okay. Now, you know, more than likely it's either galvanized metal or I, I doubt it's aluminum, but it's a steel roof. And from the ends of it, you know, a 15-year-old metal roof, you will get a little of the baked-on finish that comes off. And it could be the fasteners, which are probably galvanized as well, but you can get a little rust off of that. Now, were you have you been able to remove the rust off the new concrete or no? I haven't tried. Okay. I wouldn't wait too long because if it sits there for a while, you're going to have a problem. So that's something that, since this is relatively new, if you did with CLR and just use a little scrub brush, you can probably get it off. They do make a diverter for the end of metal roofs that almost look like mini blinds. There's like three of them, and it clips onto the end of the roof. And so as the water hits it, it kind of fans the water out. So it doesn't eliminate, it's not a gutter, but it just sort of fans the water as it comes off the roof and spreads it out more as opposed to that singular line that you would get, you know, under a steady rainstorm there. And that may be, I mean, you probably don't want to put gutters on the house, right? There are no gutters, correct. Right, but you don't want to put gutters on it. No, no. And where the sidewalk or where the concrete work is, it's not the entire width of the home. It's just a certain area. It goes from front to back along the side. Oh, it goes from front, and that's the way that the roof pitches towards that. It's like a gang. It's like a side sidewalk or driveway. Correct. Okay. Well, maybe think yeah. think about this metal roof rain diverter that clips onto the end. It's plastic. It's like a heavy plastic, and it has thin little clips that you literally just slide onto the roof, and you could go that full length of it. If you searched online or went to a, a roofing supplier you know, that, that supplies for metal roofs, for sure you're going to find it. It's called a rain diverter? Rain diverter for metal roofs. All right. All right, uh, One more question, Lou. Sure. The, uh, tell me, this roof is held down by inch and a quarter fine thread screws. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed in some places the screws are able to back themselves back themselves out, and I'm not sure whether they use the right kind of screw. Shouldn't there be a more aggressive thread, like a high-low type of thread that holds in the roofing? Sheets of metal? <clears throat> I mean, that it shouldn't be a fine metal. You know, it should be a little bit more aggressive, and there should be a little rubber gasket on those screws as well, correct? There, there is, correct. Yeah. And, I mean, the thing is, is that that 15-year-old roof, right, your home is moving constantly. 
and it is not uncommon that you would have a roofer come back gently, like a cat, and go up there and either retorque the screws or replace the screws that need to be replaced after 15 years. It's a forever roof. I mean, it, you know, it's 100 years easy on a metal roof, but you've got metal and you've got wood that are expanding and contracting at different times because they're dissimilar materials, and that can, over a period of time, work them loose. I bet the the threads, yes, should be a little bit more aggressive going into the wood, but the fine threads also, once they're in, hold better because it's a tighter thread. Um, probably two things. Contact a roofer to come in and do that maintenance that I talked about, and they probably can also help you with a diverter. Um, all right. Makes sense? Uh Thank you, Lou. You got it, bud. I appreciate you calling this morning. 857-557-4LOU. 857-557-4568. We will take a quick break and be back right after this. Okay, make lasting memories and keep the good times rolling with maintenance-free outdoor furniture from By the Yard. Lindsay, I I have an admission to make about the By the Yard furniture. I made a huge, we made a huge mistake. Oh, no. Mistake with By the Yard. I think I told you that we purchased this year new Adirondack chairs, which we love. I mean, they are like, you're sitting on a throne. They are so comfortable. But we made a huge mistake with the Chase Lounge. We also bought a Chase Lounge. Okay. We should have you bought. You didn't get enough. We should have bought two. Yes. It is like a fight. There's like cat fights over who gets to go <laughs> in the Chase Lounge. And I'm like, we've made a huge mistake with Buy the Yard. So here's the thing. When you go to Buy the Yard to look at all this great furniture, don't buy one. Buy two. Especially if it's the Chase Lounge, which is amazing. You can host countless meals with family and friends around the By the Yard dining set or enjoy a chat with the grandkids in your By the Yard rocker or glider, whatever you choose. It's guaranteed to last a lifetime and requires no painting, no staining, or maintenance whatsoever. Stop by their beautiful showroom in Vernon Hills or visit ByTheYard.net. By the Yard maintenance-free outdoor furniture. It's furniture that lasts forever. How may I help you? Hi. I have, um, we're looking to replace our deck. We have a a cedar deck now that's about 25 years old, and I'm really tired of maintenance, and it really needs to be repaired. Mm. I've gotten four estimates and four different composite recommendations. Um, The top is about an 18 by 20 foot deck. The top estimate with Zuri have you ever heard of that? I have not. It's the a composite is eighty seven thousand. Um, wow! I have a uh, estimate for Trex at uh, twenty seven thousand. I have an estimate. Wait, hold for, on. Wait, hold on a second. Hold um, on. Hold on a second. Did you say the first estimate was eighty seven thousand dollars? Yes. Wow. Yes. Are they using gold screws, 14-carat plated gold screws to install the decking? <laughs> That's what I thought. Mm-hmm. Okay, the second one was Trex. It was Trex, and that was 27. Um, the third one was um, Decorators. Mm-hmm. 
I know that one. Which was, uh, that was 32. And the final one was Timber Tech, which is through... Um, Fox Home? Oh, uh, the place. Fox Home yeah. Center, yeah. Um, was 47. Okay. So um, it was the um, Archidec. Ar- that's what I was talking about. Oh, Archidec. Through okay. Archidec. Got it. Okay. Um, was, so was, here, yeah, here, here are the. Here's the thing. There's a ton of composites out there. You're going to throw away the eighty-seven thousand. That's like we don't want to do this job, and we're going to throw a big number. And if she says yes, we're going to come do it. Um, of the composites that I like, I like, and this is not in any particular order, but ones that I know have been around a long time and do a really nice job. TimberTech is very good. Azek is part of that family. It's a different material. That's very good. And Trex. These are probably the companies that have been around the longest from a material choice. Okay. Now it's the question of getting okay. the right people to build the deck. I mean, 18 by 22, it's a 400 square foot deck, right? And how high is it off the ground? Right. Is it high off the ground? About a foot. Oh, okay. So this is not like... About a foot. Okay. With some railings and some steps and whatever? Yeah. Yeah. Start with those materials and keep getting... I mean, there's no question that, you know, everybody's super busy, but a deck like that... uh, I got to do my math here. I want to see what you... So we're going to say 400 square feet. And how much was the... uh, How much was the... Trex one twenty seven thousand. Yeah. You know you're at <clears throat> you're at sixty seven bucks a square foot installed. You know, and I'm I'm assuming they're mm-hmm. they're removing. There's a deck there now. They're going to remove, correct? Right. Right. I mean, right. and they're going to put in because we're going to raise it up. Right. Also right. a little bit so right. that they they have to put new footings in right. that. Right. You should be somewhere in a removal situation somewhere between 60 and $75 a square foot for a composite material with rails. Okay. Which puts you kind of where that Trex number is and Right. TimberTech, but those are all really good products. Now we got to find somebody to get you into a price point that is affordable, right? For you, you know, right. budgeting wise. Long term, you're going to really yeah. you're going to like this product, right? Because it is low maintenance. You just have to clean it. That's all you have to do. And um right. But you just got to get to a comfortable number for yourself so that that's crazy. $87,000 for a deck is that's like a room addition. That's nuts. Um, Judy, thank you so much for the phone call. Don, my apologies for being a little late for news. I was off last week. I got to get the, you know, mojo keep going. Let's go into the WGN radio newsroom now and time for GN news. When news breaks in Chicago or the world, you'll hear it here and we'll talk about it here. This is Chicago's very own 720 WGN or download the WGN radio app and stream us live. WGN Radio News is on the air. Good morning. I'm Don Kleppen at 634. The news is sponsored by Toro. A man who was a man was shot while walking on the museum campus downtown this morning. 
In sports, the White Sox face the Texas Rangers again this afternoon. Lucas Giolito will take the mound for the Southsiders. First pitch at 110. The Sox beat the Rangers last night 8-3. Cubs in New York to face the Yankees again tonight. Matt Swarmo will make the start for the Cubs, who have lost four in a row after dropping last night's game 2-1 in 13 innings. And tonight it's Game 6 of the NHL's Eastern Conference Final in Tampa. With the win, with a win, the Lightning can eliminate the New York Rangers. The two-time defending champs have a 3-2 series lead. WGN traffic only constructs on the interstates as some delays on 57 near Halstead because of that work. A man was shot while walking along the lakefront early this morning near the museum campus on the near south side. The 20-year-old male was walking along the lakefront in the 1200 block of South Jean-Baptiste Point du Sable Drive uh, around 1.30 a.m. when he was hit in the chest. Police say he was taken to Northwestern Memorial Hospital where his condition was stabilized. No one is in custody. The forecast from the WGN Chicago Weather Center says partly cloudy skies this morning, temperatures in the 50s. National Weather Service put out an advisory this hour. Be aware of dense fog possible in low-lying areas this morning. That's until 9 a.m. According to NWS, later today, a mix of sun and clouds. Chance for rain in the late afternoon. Highs reaching into the mid-70s. Tonight, clouds will stick around. Uh, chances for rain, uh, low-level chances overnight. Lows in the 60s. Currently, it is 62 degrees at O'Hare. Celebrating our 100th year serving Chicago, I'm Don Kleppen on Chicago's very own 720 WGN. Hi, it's Mike and Dean from Lynn Home Roofing, Chicagoland's most trusted roofing, siding, gutters, and tuck pointing company. We're most trusted because of our stability. Family owned since 1949. That's 73 years of hard work and doing things the right way. You know, Mike, I think Lynn Home Roofing's most trusted because of our consistent A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. Dean, Lynn Home Roofing is Chicagoland's most trusted roofing, siding, gutters, and tuck pointing company. For a free inspection, call 888-4-ROOFER or LynnHomeRoofing.com. Our family has your family covered. C4ABC.com for details. Is your AC trying to tell you something? Don't wait for it to break. Replace yours with ABC's cooling experts. Right now, pay no money down and get 0% interest for six years. Pay nothing up front and have a new AC installed as soon as tomorrow. And you can count on ABC to take care of every detail for you or get an AC tune-up for just $89. Just call ABC and consider it done. Wonderful product. I've lost 111 pounds using that product. 111 pounds. You could not believe the difference. I went from a size 48 pant to a 33 pant, and I've maintained that now for over almost a year now. Yeah, absolutely. Andro 400 has helped me lose 111 pounds, and I've maintained my weight for almost a year now. Thanks, James, for that inspiring testimony and 111 good reasons to choose Andro 400. The most effective and natural way to lose belly fat, increase libido, gain energy, strength, and muscle while safely boosting your testosterone levels. So guys, how many reasons do you need for trying Andro 400? Well, here are two more great reasons. Order now and get free shipping plus an additional $6 off when you use the code SAVE6. That's SAVE6. Call 888-400-0435, 888-400-0435 or go to andro400.com, andro400.com. The Pride Parade is coming back, and your local Jewel Osco couldn't be happier to be part of the action. Before you stride for Pride on Sunday, June 26, you'll need to make a pit stop at Jewel Osco for freshness at your fingertips and everything you need for Sunday fun day. 
Own the outdoors with Master Force Power Equipment. Hurry in and save 11% on all Master Force at Menards. Take on heavy-duty dirt and debris with Master Force Electric Pressure Washers. They're built to take on the toughest cleaning tasks. All Master Force Electric Pressure Washers are 11% off. Get 11% off everything now at Menards. Good through June 12. Savings are mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Save big money at Menards. June is National Safety Month. It's the perfect time to call Arnold Electric for a safety and maintenance inspection. Now, one of their licensed technicians will evaluate your home's electrical system, you know, checking for things like loose connections, old wiring, worn out, overloaded circuit breakers. Chances are you have some of those. All the issues that can pose a danger in your home. And right now, in honor of National Safety Month, Arnold Electric is offering, wow, this is a good deal, 49 bucks for a whole home safety and maintenance inspection. 49 bucks. Book yours today. Call 773-694-2088 or visit arnoldelectricchicago.com. Arnold Electric, keeping homeowners safe since 2008. You're listening to Lou Manfredini. Hi, Elise. Hi, I was wondering about exterior brick staining, if you had a recommendation of a product to use. He's answering your questions. Who's going to do this work? Uh, myself and my husband. And taking your calls live. Tell me about the brick you have now. Um, It's ugly. <laughs> that's all I know. All you have to do is call. You know, a, a couple that stains brick together stays together. Right here on House Smarts Radio. <laughs> Welcome back. House Smarts Radio with me, Lou Manfredini. 857-557-4LOU. 857-557-4568. So um, we've had, uh, you know, some crazy weather. And uh, I know for a lot of us right now, there's so much water that... um, the people that are super busy right now are the roofers and the basement waterproofing companies. But your lawn and your flowers are getting plenty of water. So it, for those of you that have sprinkler systems, I was walking around my neighborhood, and, I, and a lot of people have sprinkler systems. you got to shut those things off and or turn them back. Right now, if you have it on an automatic setting, most uh, you know sprinkler companies, when they set this stuff up, will put you on a three-day-a-week you know, schedule a Monday, Wednesday, Friday type of thing. And typically not on the weekends because you're in the backyards doing stuff, whatever it might be. So go in there if you have an automatic sprinkler and just really, quite frankly, shut it down and leave it off for a few days. One of the things that concerns me about all this water, everything looks so green and so great, but the grass in particular, you know, it doesn't need to go deep because all the moisture that it needs to be healthy is right up at the top because the ground is so saturated. We need those roots to go deeper in the lawn, and that is what provides you with a really strong, healthy lawn that is disease-proof and you know is less prone to things like lawn funguses and brown spotting, things like that that can occur when we get this much moisture. The other thing... I mentioned this early on, is that you've got to get the grub control down this weekend or next weekend. 
head out to the hardware store, the home center, the nursery, wherever you purchase this stuff, and get some of that. There's there's some that is all season long. There's one that is a 24-hour kill, you know, if you see signs of grubs. What concerns me, and uh, I was even listening this week to uh, John Williams, who has a, a landscaper that calls in, I think, on Wednesdays, a guy who's got a business out of Wheeling. He even mentioned this as well, the fact that this window is the next 10 days, and with the, all this moisture, the bugs and the grubs are in there going, hey, it's really nice down here, and then the heat is going to activate them and get them to you know, kind of do their thing and start munching on the roots of your grass. If anyone that has had grubs knows your lawn gets completely ruined by them and you have this small window to put that stuff down. And now is the time to do all that. The other thing is if your plants outside, uh, you know, we plant a lot of flowers in the springtime, like many of you do. And uh, I'm a big fan of once a week, once a month or so, maybe every couple weeks. That That's kind of my MO. I take a watering can, even though I use a hose and a sprayer to spray most of the flowers, I take a watering can and use an organic fertilizer in the watering can, and I just go give them all a little shot of that every couple weeks, and it makes a world of difference. Lots of ma- makers of this, uh, Schultz, Espoma, uh, Whitney Farms, which is a division of um, of Scott's Miracle Grow, that is an organic, all natural fertilizer to use in your flower garden, and you can even use it if you want on um, in your garden if you're growing vegetables as well. One other thing too, bugs are going to be active, and your hostas, which look fabulous right now, need to be sprayed with Bonide's Captain Jack's Dead Bug Brew. And you do that every seven days because they're going to start eating your hostas and they're going to look terrible. And if you keep on this regiment with it, they even make a concentrate, which quite frankly, if you have a lot of hostas, buy the concentrate and just mix it in a spray bottle. I believe it's like two, uh, a quarter of an ounce of the concentrate to a... Um, to a quart of water in the in a spray bottle and just go around and spray it. And then you, you'll save money by buying the concentrate and you just mix your own little potion yourself to do all this. And uh, today's my day to go out there and do it. I was gone last weekend, as I mentioned, and uh, I didn't have a chance to spray it. So after the show today, I'm going to go spray all those hostas. They still look good, but all the rain does help to wash that stuff away as well. So turn off the sprinklers, get the grub protection down, Spray your hostas and any any other leafy plant that you have where the bugs are going with this Captain Jack's Dead Bug Brew, which is also an organic treatment. You can use that in your vegetable garden as well. All right, 857-5574, Lou. Charlene and Tony, hang on a second. We're going to take a quick break and be back right after this. Hi. Um, we're uh, going to put in a Nouveau H2O water conditioner. Um, I'm in Beecher. My daughter's in Frankfurt. She's going to put one in, too. Uh, we were wondering, uh, is it advisable to ch- uh, make the piping go f- from copper tubing, which is what our water supply is on now, to uh, attach PVC or PEX? 
Okay, so you have you have cop you have copper now, and and remind me, one of these nuvos is uh, is that one of those salt free conditioners? Correct. Right. Correct. And what's the condition? Well, let me ask you this. This is no you know knock on the product at all, but the quality of your water now is it terrible? Is it just okay? What what is it? Uh hard. Okay. Very hard. Yeah. Uh, I have slight reading of maybe not too good of lead, uh, but... Well, the softener's uh, not going to help you the with the lead. we got with this because I can, we can't carry 40-pound bags of salt. Understood. What kind of warranty guarantee do they give you on this? And that my- uh, lifetime on the equipment or a 90-day return. Okay. I really want you to pay attention to it's not that these saltless systems don't work they do work but it really depends on the quality of the water and so the issue is going to be for you in 90 days you're going to know whether these things are working or not with the quality of water that you have now the fact that they so your current home is is copper and this system uses plastic piping is that correct I would like I would like to uh, rather than having a plumber, which is charge all the charging seems to it's a two to three hour job. Mm-hmm. So if it's a three hour job, that's one hundred ninety five an hour. They want me to pay for their trucks and all their equipment. I could go buy this equipment myself if I had the know how. Okay, well let me ask you this then: if you install it yourself. Do you still get the warranty and everything? Yeah, it, it's not a, it's not required certified. Power. Okay, all right. Well, so I'm not anti you getting a professional to do all this, but I also there's no problem in my mind transitioning from copper to the plastic if the unit itself accepts all that. Okay, and you just have to make sure. Right. You just have to make sure that you don't do anything to void the warranty if you're going to do it yourself. Or, or at the very least, the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. I want you to be satisfied at the end of 90 days. I really do. But I don't want you to do anything yeah. that if you say, hey, you know what? This really doesn't work. The water is still you know, hard or whatever. And then they come in and go, well, hey, lady, you know, you didn't put in the bypass with the Fitzner valve and da 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 and then you're kind of left holding the bag, or they say, well, we'll give you your money back, but it's prorated, and we're instead of giving you the $500, we're going to give you $300. I'm, I'm just making numbers up. You know what I mean? So if, right. you, if you're going to do it yourself, I have no problem with you transitioning from one material to the other using the proper fittings and paying very close attention to what is required to not void the warranty so that you don't get caught holding the bag. Appreciate the phone call. Bumping up against time here. It is 6.56 in the morning. Lou Manfredini here with you. House March Radio. Our phone number is 857-557-4LOU. 857-557-4568. We'll take a quick break and be right back. All right. Uh, coming up after the news, I want to share with you. I was mentioning that June's a big month now in the Manfredini family. It always was. Um, my wife's birthday is coming up. We just celebrated our 
32nd wedding anniversary. Carmen turned 26, and our son, Quinn, and Amy got married last weekend. So June is going to be an awesome month. Yeah. My wife and I, you know, we've been married a long time, and we get gifts for each other all the time, but we got each other a couple nice cards, you know, with thoughtful messaging. And so um, I said to Lindsay and Andy and Don, Lindsay's been married 11 years, Andy's getting married, Don's getting married, to come up with two words that kind of describe your significant other. Because the two words that my wife used after 32 years, I find to be amazing. (laughs) And I'm going to share that with you after this report of WGN Radio News. There's a lot of great highlights to the whole thing. As you know, our our son Max is a singer um, and uh, an aspiring actor. And he, at the Mass, it was a Catholic Mass, sang the Ave Maria. And just, he was a groomsman and stood up. Had never rehearsed with the organist at all because of timing and whatever. And they wanted him to sing up in the choir loft. And the wedding planner said, no, you're going to sing up front. You need to be with your family. And he just stood up there. And half of the groomsmen, well, no, all of the groomsmen know Max really well. Some of them grew up with Max because Quinn has a bunch of buddies from grade school that stood up in his wedding. And he was unbelievable. (laughs) It was just one of the most moving things as a parent to have your... One son sing Ugh. to your other son at his wedding, and it was just Ugh. this beautiful moment. Uh, really, really sweet. Um, so anyway, I'll talk a little bit more about that later on. What I want to talk about now is that my wife and I, and this is a, we've been married 32 years. I love this woman more today than I could ever. My wish for you, Don, and for you, Andy, and for you, Lindsay, is that you're married as long as I have been with my wife, and that 32 years from now... You, Andy, you'll be very old. And <laughs> thanks for pointing that. <laughs> you waited a long time, but that's okay. This yeah. will be a motivator for you. Exactly. He has um, two words for you too. Right, right. Uh-huh. Happy <laughs> birthday. <laughs> Here, put in your dentures. And uh, so, uh, but that you that you are in, more in love with your spouse now than you were the day you got married. That's what I hope. And so, you know, and and here's the other thing, too, is I hope that you all have married or you found someone that makes you laugh because that's what I did. I found someone who's a lot of people think I'm funny. My wife is funnier. She is funny. So for the wedding, you know, it's a big deal. Right. And uh, you got to find the dress and everything like that. And my wife found these unbelievably beautiful earrings that she wore to the wedding that were expensive. And but, you know, it's her son's getting married. And uh, she said, I'm buying these earrings. Happy anniversary. Like, this is the anniversary gift that she got. You know, don't get me anything. I got these earrings. Happy <laughs> right. anniversary. I'm like, okay. So in my card to her, so so my at our hardware store, we sell these funny cards. There's this maker of cards, I believe, called Avanti. And they're really funny, cute, really nice pictures and fun little messages in there. And so we get, you know, we buy these cards for each other because they're funny. And I bought her a funny card for our anniversary. And I said, I love you so much. I hope you like the earrings, right? You know, just something like that, right? So that's the premise. And my wife buys me a card that is a funny card from, and it's two dogs, little golden lab puppies, and they're running in the field and they're smiling. And it says, you make me smile, right? When you open it up, the two little fun dogs that are smiling, you make me smile. 
happy Valentine's Day. And Valentine's crossed out, and it says anniversary. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Don, two words, if you were going to describe Gretchen, and you, you know, like Gretchen is, you know, my relationship with Gretchen is... Two words. Right. Uh, I, the words that I came up with thinking of Gretchen are supportive gem. Beautiful. Andy, two words that you would describe your fiance. Well, the ones that didn't make the list. <laughs> I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Don stole one of mine. Uh, I would say healthy and supportive. Beautiful. Yeah. Lindsay, you've been married to David now for 10 years, so be careful about the words that you choose. There's a lot. (laughs) (laughs) And did you come up with a couple of words? Compromise and loyal. Beautiful. See, these are really good words when you think about strong and it means a lot, right? It's a tough exercise, too, really. So the card that my wife gave me, Lou, you make me smile. Happy Valentine's Day, and then it's crossed out, and then anniversary is written over the top. 32 years. You make it interesting and fun. <laughs> nice. Love you, Mayor. I love it. That's, that's great. I like that. Interesting okay. and fun, man. That's, that's so wait, the best So interesting for. and fun. Okay. Interesting's a really good one. Yeah. Okay. So, so wait. So I want you to use that phrase, Don. Okay. okay I'm going to ask you a question. All right. Hey, Don, how was your trip to Starved Rock? I found it interesting and fun. Mm. Andy. Yes. Uh, what was that boat tour like that you took on the river? You know, if uh, you had to pin me down to a couple of words, I would yeah. probably say interesting and fun. Mm-hmm. Lindsay, uh, you, you took the girls to the Shed Aquarium, right? How was that? Oh, it was fun. It was interesting. <laughs> Just found interesting and fun to be an interesting choice of words after 32 years of marriage i love them hey, I think that they, it, it's the I same think... kind of words though you could use like their tour on the river or go to star rock right <laughs> well, all yeah. those words well for the brochure of your marriage you just for the brochure right of my marriage front. it's fun and interesting <laughs> well what's the saying you gotta keep it interesting you gotta keep it fun totally how how was your bike ride oh my gosh it was so interesting and it was fun <laughs> it was great i saw all kinds of people it just, it no. so struck me, interesting uh, and fun. That's what you right? want out of any time spent, though. And 32 I'm, years, I mean, interesting yeah. and fun, that's a good... I'm pretty sure now it's 32 days and three days, and it's done. <laughs> <laughs> it's done. The word is done. Right, right. <laughs> I do love you, and... Uh, it was fun, and now it, it's done. It's fun, and it's done. No, it, she's amazing. Of course. That's, that's fantastic. Great. Well, happy anniversary, yeah. Yeah. 32. Happy anniversary, yeah. That's great. Yeah, and she looked like a million dollars at our son. She was smoking. Wow. Smoking hot. Smoking hot. 857-557-4LOU. 857-557-4568 is our phone number. Who would you like me to take there? Who's, uh, is it Tony? We got Tony there? Is it, No, Tony's not there. Uh, line two is not there. So how about line three? I'm going to say it's line three. Is this Denise in North Lake? Hi. Oh, hold on. Denise is thinking. Oh, no, you're you're going. Hold on. You're on my. I just went to line three. You tell me who you'd like me to take because you're on it, right? She's talking to somebody here. I'm sorry about that, everybody. Let's try Patty. Okay, we're going to do that. We'll talk to Patty, who's in Franklin. Hey, Patty. No, this is not Patty. Can you hear me, person? 
Diane and Normal. Hi, Diane. Hi, Lou. How are you? <laughs> a well-oiled machine this morning. How may I help you? <laughs> Fun and interesting. Okay, so we live in a... Oh, hello? We're right here. Hello? Yeah, we're right here, Diane. Okay. We live in a story and a half house, and it gets hotter and hotter as we go up the stairs. Mm. And we had an energy audit, and they said we have plenty of gable vents, and we have nine inches of fiberglass insulation. So they suggested that we add four inches of cellulose insulation and add a gable vent on each end of the house. And then someone else told us we should add a power exhaust system. So I wanted to, or we just want to see what you're suggesting. And tell me, tell me what, how much both of those things cost. Uh, that we don't know yet. <laughs> oh, okay. We have not. And on, on the second floor, we, how, how many bedrooms or what, what are we talking about? What's up there? There are two bedrooms, one bathroom, and then a loft. Okay. Here's what I would do. You have all this insulation. If you have decent windows and whatever, I would rather you spend the money and add a split system or what they call a ductless air conditioning system to that second floor with two cartridges. So the loft, let me ask you this. Is one of those bedrooms your master bedroom? No. Okay. Who's up there? Uh, well, the guest bedroom is rarely used, and yeah, I mean, it's not, people don't sleep up there very often. And does the loft connect to the hallway that then um, kind of feeds into the two bedrooms and then comes down the stairs? Yes, so it's all open, that hallway and the loft. All right, so now I'm going to rethink my whole thing. On the outside wall of that loft, I want you to put a ductless AC system, which is a cartridge that goes on the wall. A separate condensing unit gets mounted outside. They drill one three-inch hole, and there's a separate thermostat for you to either, you could just do air conditioning or you could do heating and cooling with a heat pump version of this. All in, you're probably going to spend about $4,000 to install this, and that, my friend, is the best use of your money. Okay, so the um, Corn Belt Energy, they told us that the amount of heat that is up there is actually damaging our uh, singles, so that's why we're trying to get the heat out of the attic. Is it damaging your shingles? Do you see any evidence of that? I don't know. The house is 17 years old, and it has the original. When you um, stand when you stand outside across the street and look at your house, do you see the shingles curling? No. Okay. I've been to normal, and it gets hot down there on the outside, right? So I don't it want does. I don't want people giving you a line of oh yeah you know lady it's da-, that that to me sounds like a sales pitch that I don't like to hear. Okay. If you have, you said you have, okay. you said you have ventilation up in the attic. I'm all for a mm-hmm. exhaust fan in an attic, you know, to pull out that hot air. That will help to lower the temperature 
on a second floor, but it's not going to make it a temperature that if you want to go upstairs and read a book that you're going to feel comfortable, you know, doing, mm-hmm. right? Adding this supplemental, yeah. so, go ahead. So the exhaust fan over the gable vent? Well, I would put an exhaust fan in the roof and just have a roofer come in and connect yeah. the exhaust. I mean, yeah, up in the roof, electric, not a solar-powered one that has a thermostat that can turn on and run anytime the temperature gets warm. The one thing I don't like about the solar ones is that when the sun goes down, the fans don't run. And, you know, as we mm-hmm. certainly okay. know in the summertime, you know, it can be 10 o'clock at night and it's still 85, 90 degrees and it's 100 and some degrees in the attic. Well, now I don't have a fan that's working because there's no battery source for it, it just needs the sunlight. I would rather have something that's hardwired okay. with a thermostat. But I think that if you got an estimate from an HVAC company to put in a split system in that loft, it'll solve all your problems. And I bet you the insulation and all that other stuff they're talking about is going to cost you the same amount of money and will have minimal effect. Okay. And that split system... Would you put that in the loft or in one of the bedrooms? I'd put it in the loft. Okay. All right. Great. Thank you so much, Lou. You got it. I appreciate you calling and being patient as we figured out the phones. It's 724 in the morning. Lou Manfredini here with you. Oh, you know what I want to tell you about? Um, There's a getaway happening to Bloomington, Indiana this summer. Enter the Lou's Barn Vacation Giveaway to the barn at Briar Ridge. I didn't know it had a name. Look at that. It's my giveaway, and it's in a barn. How about that? Uh, One lucky winner will spend two nights at this historic circa 1900 barn converted into a fantastic vacation rental with 24-foot ceilings and open floor plans just four miles from Bloomington's charming downtown area. There you can enjoy gift cards to some of Bloomington's most iconic restaurants and breweries and a $50 gas card to help you get there. But it's all under a four-hour drive from the Chicagoland area. Visit WGNRadio.com slash contests. That's WGNRadio.com slash contests. The sweepstakes end Tuesday, June 28th at 1159 p.m. 725 in the morning. We'll take a quick break and be back right after this. Morning. Hello. Good morning. I, I know you'll have an answer for me, sir. I'm working on a chair from the 1940s. It's a metal chair full of paint, and as I got to the bottom, there's rust. What could I use? Did you And did you remove everything you can? In other words, all the paint is gone and everything like that? As best as I can, right. yes. And what do you ultimately want to paint? The, you want to paint the chair, correct? Yes. All right, you're going to buy a little pint of something called Rust Stop Primer. Okay, and we're... Um, Hardware store. Okay, West Stop Primer. Yeah, and uh, Rust- Rust-Oleum makes it, and um, it will it will bond with the rust and give you a nice surface. It'll actually bond and become part of the metal in this. You're going to brush it on, let that dry, and maybe lightly okay. sand... Are you going to spray paint the, tra- the chair when you're done? Yes. Okay, yes. so when you're done brushing this on and it dries, lightly sand it just so it's nice and smooth, and okay. that way when you spray paint it, you get a nice consistent finish on there. But the Rust Stop oh, Primer is the way to go. 
Okay, and it's by Rust-Oleum. Correct. And then continue with a good retardant paint? Correct, uh, correct. Okay, what would you recommend for stripping the paint? All of it? You want to take all of it off? Yes, sir. Okay. There's a really terrific, you're going to have to find this, do a little search for it, called Dumond Paint Stripper. D-U-M-O-N-D. It almost looks okay. like hand cream, but they used it to strip all the paint off of the Eiffel Tower. Wow. Okay. Dumond Paint Stripper. Yeah. Thank you for your help, Lou. Au revoir. See what I did there? A little Frenchy. 7.31 in the morning. Lou Manfredini here with you. When we come back, we have a new Tulu 2 for you wine drinkers that you're going to absolutely love. And, uh, you know, we drank a lot of wine. Not a lot of wine, but we drank wine. And uh, had I known that this new Tulu 2 was available for the trip, you know, Lindsay had the sample, wasn't willing to share. Right? What's up with that? How come? Couldn't help a brother out. You have a very busy weekend. Uh, But, you know, if you're going to be out and about and you love to take the wine with you. (laughs) Wait, did we find this at the Houseware show? We did. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We did. I mean, it's for on the go, but also like for your backyard even. Even like we. 100%. It's, I mean, don't, you don't have to. Apo- you do not have to apologize for this noodleoo too. I think you're all going to really like it. Take a listen. You know those collapsible beach chairs you sit in, or the Adirondack chairs with the cup holders built in? Super convenient, right? Well, hello. What if you're drinking a glass of wine, or a margarita, or a glass of champagne, or any cocktail glass with a stem? Those cup holders just aren't sufficient. But this weekend's new Tulu 2, the Wine Grasp, is like a cup holder for those glasses that you can take with you anywhere. That's right. Wine Grasp is perfect for keeping your drink in easy reach when you're getting together with friends or just lounging by yourself on the porch. It grips sturdily to outdoor tables, chairs, and other solid surfaces to free up your hands for eating, reading, or whatever else you're doing in the summer sun. Wine Grasp works with all stemmed glassware, including wine glasses, martini glasses, margaritas, champagne, and cocktail glasses. The wine glass holder grips firmly on almost any outdoor surfaces up to one inch thick. It's got a curved opening that allows you to move your glass easily in and out of the wine grasp and is made of sturdy plastic with metal hardware and rubber pads. Weatherproof, waterproof, holds up to 10 ounces of liquid securely so it doesn't end up on the floor. The Wine Grasp Wine Glass Holder comes in a two-pack and goes for $19.99. A super simple solution to a serious problem. Well, depending how you look at it. Find out more information at housemartsradio.com or check out the Housemarts YouTube channel and be sure to click the subscribe button while you're there. It would also be great for boating. You know, because uh, stemware glass on a boating thing uh, is yes. a problem too, like with the tables. Yes. You could like clip it on the side. You know, there's a lot of railings and stuff mm-hmm. like that. That'd be good. Waterproof. I love it. Two pack. For those of you, when, you know, in the couple, want to clip your wine, you can put it on your bike. (laughs) I was kind of hoping it was going to be named the Wine Ot, you know? Why not? The Wine What? The Wine Why not? not? Oh. Oh, yeah, that's good. That's good. Why not? It's okay. I get it. It's okay. It may be a visual sort of a thing, you know? (laughs) 
might not be that <laughs> great good. for No, no, no. I like it. I yeah. like it. Cool. All right, go back to sleep, Donald. Okay, okay. Um, no. <laughs> uh, no, I like the why not. That's good. It's not, yeah, I figure, you know, it's I sort of like. I bet there's something already. Yeah, probably. Named that, I haven't looked. Right? It'd be yeah. a little long name, but why not? Wine, because we like you. Well, put that on a yeah. t shirt. That could be my tattoo. <laughs> right, Along like right arm. up the arm. I like all yes. of these. <laughs> yeah, it's anything with wine. So many wine. You know, puns. you know what I think all of these, uh, you know what I think all of these suggestions are? They're interesting and they're fun. <laughs> and yes, fun. They are. Right? And right. fun. And fun. <laughs> Uh, just like you, Lou. Go to, just like me, 32 years later, um, go to, if you go to YouTube, if you go to YouTube, this is posted up on our House Smarts YouTube channel. So go to YouTube, search House Smarts TV, and you'll see it up there. We're trying to make things a little simpler for posting all this stuff, and you can see more information about the Wine Grasp, which is only 19 bucks for a two-pack. Really good idea. And because why not? And why not? Right, Exactly. Wine yeah. grasp. Why not? You could. It could be their tagline. Yeah, there it is. There it is. That's what I like it. Okay, we're going with that, Don. Cool. Eight five seven five. We don't even own the company. Eight five seven five five seven four Lou. Eight five seven five five seven four five six eight. We'll take a quick break and be back right after this. Morning. How are you doing? How may I help you? I have a major problem with. Or last year we had a major problem with grubs in our front yard. So this spring we sprayed for grub control. It was about five, six weeks ago, and I have somebody coming over next week to put some new seed down. I wondered, number one, if I uh, sprayed too early, and how long before, or when are you able to seed after you do spray? spray? How long do you have to wait? Well, the the spray doesn't, um, you can go ahead and put the seed down. I'm assuming you had a professional lawn service spray, correct? Yeah, uh, yes. Okay. That is a, a slow release, you know, uh, they spray into the ground, it gets absorbed into the soil, and that should have handled your grub issue. I would clean up any loose thatch that may be there. Are you going to do this yourself or are you going to have someone do it? Uh, one of the neighbors are doing it for me. Oh, very nice. Okay, so have them do a little bit of raking, any loose mm-hmm. uh, grass that's there, and then... Put down a very good seed based on the sun and shade, you know, exposure that you have in the lawn, and then have them go over the top of that with some peat moss to condition the soil, hide the seed from the birds, and within a couple of weeks, I mean, my goodness, if they were able to do this this weekend before we get that nice warm weather, you're going to see that sprout up pretty quick. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Now, my other question is I'm having a problem in the backyard now because they did not spray for that. Um, so I'm going to have them spray next time they come, which is next week. And then how long after that do I have to wait before I could put some grass seed down? You can the, the, the treatment for the bugs does not harm the grass. So I would wait okay. just a couple of days and then go ahead and put the seed down. Perfect. Thank right. you so much. You're welcome. Thank you for calling. I really do appreciate it. 857 557 4 Lou. 857 557 4568 is the phone number. This is Brian in Chicago. Brian, good morning. You're on House Smarts Radio. Good morning, sir. How are you? I'm doing well. How may I help you this morning? Yes. I would like to know I have a three unit building, and on the first floor, I wanted to put in a laundry room, and I wanted to know, can I vent 
through the floor because the basement is right below, or do I have to vent up through the ceiling and out? Uh, well, they do. Is it in? It's in Chicago. Yes, sir. It is. Hmm. I mean, they do make. Uh, they do make a. You know, you can do something called a loop vent, but you can't just vent it into the basement. So, in other words, well, let me ask you this: in the basement, then is there a stack there that is a vent that goes up? From the from well, I, I would run the vent out to the outside. Oh, like out the side. Yes, sir. Yeah, I mean, it can be done. It's not legal. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> yeah, in Chicago, because That's what I wanted to know. Yeah, it. It. I mean, there is. So, in other words, if you, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think if this is if if you had an island in a in a kitchen. There's a thing called a loop vent where they loop up and over and then they go down, but then they reconnect to the vent that then goes up. And you can do that in Chicago. Okay. But you can't loop okay. loop this down and go out. Now you could you could vent if it's um what, what it, it, it's a three unit building and what is it, brick? Yes, it is brick. Yeah. I mean, you could you could install a vent on the side of the building with an exterior uh, venting material that you would see, and then you have to poke. You know, you'd have to go up above the roof. I mean, that's pretty involved. Or where you want to put the laundry is that anywhere close to a bathroom? Well, it's across from a bathroom. It's a big hall closet. Okay. So. So I if see. I went, if you went up to the ceiling of the closet, could you come across to that bathroom and find that stack to vent it there? I mean, it's a little more involved. Yes, that is. Yes, that's a good point. You know what I mean? Because okay, in, a three, in a three flat, your joist should be running side to side, right? And if you that can, and if yes. you and if you open up the ceiling in that bathroom and expose the what's probably a cast iron, you know, four inch drain, a plumber could come in and put a Y in there to be able to make a connection point for a vent, and then you're all legal. It's working properly. You don't have any headaches to worry about, and go from there. Thank you very much. I'd really appreciate it. You got it, bud. Appreciate you calling this morning as well. 857-557-4LU. 857-557-4568. Oh, you know what? Tell you what. I've got this. Uh, I've got one more of these uh, Barbecue Authority $100 gift cards to give away. Uh, they're in Lyle. You can visit bbqauthority.com. To shop and learn more. $100 gift card if you text us, the seventh texter, to 857-557-4568, 857-557-4568, will win the $100 gift card from the Barbecue Authority in Lyle. Visit bbqauthority.com to shop and learn more. You're listening to House Marts Radio with me, Lou Manfredini, here on 720 WGN. We'll take a quick break and be back right after this. Ron in the Homer Glen. Hey, Ron, good morning. You're on House Smarts Radio. Good morning. 
How uh, so I had a question. So I have a uh, concrete slab in the uh, backyard on a patio. I was looking to put like a deck over it. However, there's some cracks in it, and the one part is kind of sinking down a little bit. So I was just curious, do I have to put like a sealer over that or like to level it before I put the concrete or the uh, you want, down? You want to build the deck on top of the concrete, or you literally want to lay decking on top of it? I mean, in other words, uh, are you, are you are, decking on there? Like, you know, like, like, so you're going to do like deck panels? Correct. Yeah. So like put like the framing and then put the, like the, uh, pieces of like wood over top of it. Okay. And it's just going to sit on that slab. Correct. Um, and let me ask you one other thing. Where this patio, the slab comes to the house, do you step up to a patio door or something like that where you're coming out of? Yes. Will you still step down? No, I'd probably build it up to like set it up so it's there. Like maybe build like a like a step or something there so it comes down. Yes, onto the patio. Right. You want? I mean, my point is that make sure that you don't build the deck flat or flush with that opening because in the winter time the snow needs some place to go. Right. If you okay. if you make it flush against the door and we get six inches of snow. It's against your house and against that door, and that's not good. Um, building a platform and putting it onto the patio, what I would do is if it's leaning or sinking or cracked, I would invest in having it jacked up like by a permaseal with their polyfoam system to get it all nice and flat and even. And if you're going to build this deck, I would not do it as one ginormous panel. I'd build it in a couple of panels, because if you ever had an issue with the concrete sinking again or something shifts, right, you have the ability to take a panel up and shim it or do whatever to right it. If you make one ginormous panel, it's more problematic when you go need to do a little tweaking down the line. It's not the perfect situation, what you're doing, because you're adding all this weight to the concrete. It's not that you can't do it. You just want to hedge your bet on how you build it so that if you ever have to write it again, you can without having to go through, you know, all kinds of crazy taking it all apart and shimming it and putting it all back together again. Hope that helps. Hey, we're broadcasting from the Permaseal Foundation Repair Studio. Lou Manfredini, House Smarts Radio. He sent me a picture of the mattress on the floor, right? This is all good for his story, right? This is good for the... Like, this is my story. Oh, when I started as an actor, you know, I slept on the floor on a mattress. And uh, there was this screen th that I saw in the picture, like, leaning in the back. You know how all of us, when we see a photo, like, you have to be so careful when you post a photo or anything. Because people, like, dig into the background. They go, hey, what's that? Is that a disco ball behind you or oh, something? Man. like Right? Yeah, right? totally. It's the worst. You got to totally monitor all that stuff. So I said to Max, I go, what's with the screen? Oh, yeah, I think it goes in the window. <laughs> And uh, I go, well, you know, it's going to be, and there's no air conditioning in the place, right? I go, you're going to want to open that window. And then if you do that at night, you're going to get eaten alive by the mosquitoes. He's like, good point. So yeah, <laughs> yesterday, <laughs> yesterday he calls me and he says, hey, I'm trying to put that screen in and I'm just having a hard time. And I go, okay, well, why don't you FaceTime me and, you know, see if I can help you. Well, he had already taken the two sashes out of the window, which I was amazed at, and he's got the screen, and so he's showing me the screen, and so I am carefully, painstakingly, 
Well, show me the screen. I said, oh, you see those springs on the side? Now, show me the railing of the, um, you know, the, the, the track of the window itself. And he's on the second floor. And I go, okay, this is way easier to do from the outside. I go, so you just got to be careful because you're trying to do it from the inside. He doesn't have, a obviously, an extension ladder with him on the top of his car. So it probably took us about 10 minutes. And in the end, he got the screen in, didn't lose it put it all together, put the window back in, and uh, I go, great, What? I go, when, when's rehearsal? He goes, oh, i got to be there in 10 minutes. I go, all right, we'll leave the window open. You know, you're going to be gone. It's warm. Well, I don't want anybody to break in. I go, you're on the second floor. <laughs> <laughs> if they want to get in there, and what are they going to do, steal the mattress on the floor? Right, how badly right, right? do you think they want to get in there? <laughs> right, and if they're going to go through that much effort, give them everything, right? <laughs> yeah, they earned Just it. Just take it all. Right. But So this is what was interesting about this. Now, I want to take you back uh, in my time machine, my Mr. Whipple. Was it Mr. Whipple, Andy? I believe time it. Machine? No, Mr. Whipple, Whipple was the Charmin guy. No, no, no. Oh, yeah. What was the yeah. guy that had the... Uh, Peabody? No, no, not Mr. Peabody. Peabody that uh, had the time Wayback Machine? Mr. Peabody's Wayback Machine. I think that might be right. Okay. Anyway, I'm older than Andy. So, 20-plus um, years ago, Max was not even born. What is now Accenture used to be Anderson Consulting. And they had hired me as a consultant to help with some new technology that they were working on called an internet camera, okay, that was all wired. There was no such thing as Wi-Fi or anything like that. And what they were trying to do, this was this little camera on a wire, and the guy had it set up in his house, and I was looking on a computer screen that they had wired at my house to talk them through repairing something in their house. And they thought this was going to be the technology. And I thought, who is ever going to do this? <laughs> mm -hmm. Right? 20 years ago, just call a plumber or call. Why would you want to go through all this? You know, I'm going on. And, you know, at this point, the guy's holding it and it's jittery, whatever. And now I'm holding my iPhone. My son is holding his iPhone, you know, with these cameras that are. And, and 20 years ago, mind you, the camera was not. It was grainy. You know, it wasn't. You couldn't see it. The camera is like pinpoint accuracy in what it's looking at. It's just incredible. It's like being there. It's like it really being is. There. It, it's unbelievable how amazing this. And here I was. Who's going to do this? And now it's in everybody's Amateurs. pocket, right? <laughs> right now it's in everybody's pocket, wirelessly. Right? That you. I mean, you and I have done this. You've shown me stuff, Lindsay. Where? How do I do this? And I'll I'll walk you through it, whatever. And it's it's as if you're there, just like right. Andy said. It's crazy. Where it's going to go next, I don't know. Really just something. Me, like the old man. Who's going to do that? <laughs> no one's going to do that. Oh, by the way, congrats to James in Tinley Park. He is the winner of the Barbecue Authority gift card. And uh, we'll get that sent out to you, and you can enjoy your grilling as well. 857-557-4LU, 857-557-4568. Let's get back to the phone lines now. This is Lynn, who's calling in from Arlington Heights. Hi, Lynn. Hi, good morning. This is great. Yes, I have a question. I have a crawl space that does have a cement floor, okay. and I had a mouse problem over the winter, which was taken care of by a pest management company. However, they were nesting in the insulation, so that all has to be removed. They mm. had put some on the ceiling, and it was all around the foundation. 
And I've gotten a couple quotes, and they're very similar in price, but they're two different options. One is going to do their, of course, both going to remove all the old insulation, and one is going to do a spray. And then the other one is going to do like a, um, a uh, sheeting against the foundation walls. And they're both putting the foam into the sill boxes. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just trying to figure out what's the best way to go. And so I was looking for your advice. Well, the best way would be the spray foam. Uh, and that's probably the most expensive, correct? No, pretty similar. Oh, okay. Well, then, if they're similarly priced, then 100% go mm-hmm. with the foam. And the re- and, I- and I'll do it for a couple reasons. One... Most of those spray foams have a, they put an additive in it and the rodents don't like it. And I don't know if they've spoken to you about right. that, but they, you may want to ask about that because it might be an option or it might already be included in the foam. It is a much more rigorous form of insulation because it fills every nook and cranny to really, you know, seal out any air infiltration. And the other thing is someday when you go to sell this house, Lynn, People are going to be scared mm-hmm. by a crawl space, right? It's not a, it's not like an attractive <laughs> thing. Like what's behind that door? You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. the and, I'm scared by my crawl space, right? And you live in the house, <laughs> right? You live. You know, I have a, uh, a a fond and sad memory. We uh, the house I grew up in had a crawl space that had a little access door, and it too had concrete in it, and it was. Um, and it was this dark, dusty place. But when I was a kid, and sometimes I was like a little scared, I'd go hide in the crawl space. I don't know. That's a great. I, that is not. That is not interesting or fun. It's just a <laughs> memory that just brought me back. Anyway. Um, <clears throat> anyway. Um, when you go to sell that house and they open up that um, place and they look at it, the spray foam is going to help make it less scary. Because it's all going to be consistent looking, and it won't be like things won't be hanging down, you know, over time and that kind of stuff. So if it's if it's comparably mm-hmm. priced, go with the spray foam. Oh, great! Thank you. You got it. I appreciate, I appreciate your, your advice. Oh, another quick question. Yeah, there's an outdoor uh, event, one little vent on the foundation wall, and I've been told that that's not necessary anymore, and they would just cover it. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> There's two ways to go when it comes to a crawl space. I, you know, if it was somebody like a permaseal that comes in and encapsulates it, they vent on the underside of the encapsulation. The fact that you're going to do this spray foam, I would just leave the vent. And if it opens and closes, you can close it, but don't cover it up. Okay. No, it doesn't. It's just got a screening on it. Okay. Then leave it. Leave it open. Leave it open. The, or or if we're going to go through all this work, they can replace that with one that slides open and closed. That's what I would prefer. But don't just, just don't eliminate it. Okay. All right. Great. Have a great Thanks day. Thanks so much. You I got appreciate it. it. I appreciate you calling as well. 857-557-4. Lou, 857-557-4568 is our phone number. All right. Do me a favor. Um... Let's see, Linda and John and Evelyn, hold on a second. We will take a quick break right after we hear from Lindsay about what's going on at Builder Supply Outlet.
Good morning. Thank you so very much for taking my call. Lou, I have a problem with my bathroom toilet. It, um, it's something. You can just hear it all the time, and it condensation develops, and it puddles on the floor. Mm. And I just need to get rid of that dripping sound. It is just driving me up a wall, and I'd like to do this myself. Okay. Now, the dripping sound, is it from the condensation on the tank? Oh, no, it's in the toilet. Okay. Pink. Okay. So we have two issues here. The condensation is because, I'm assuming you're, do you have air, it's so humid, the water is so cold, and it's condensing on the tank, and you can buy a tank insulating kit that you, basically it's styrofoam that is, in a way, pre-cut, not totally, but you would flush. The, do you have another bathroom, by the way, in the home? I do. Okay, so you're going to shut this toilet off, you know, the water to the toilet. And since we have all this dripping and the sound and everything, I think what I'm going to have you do is I'm going to have you replace, buy a complete toilet repair kit, which is going to give you a new fill valve and a new flapper. Okay, that, that lifts up and down for like 20 bucks. You're going to shut the water off. Okay. You're going to remove the water line. You're going to flush the toilet and get rid of all the water in the tank. You're going to remove the water line from the valve that goes up into the toilet. Put a bucket and a rag underneath there. And that whole fill valve that's connected to the water line, you'll see that there's a, there's a nut on the bottom that you typically can undo with your hands, but you'll probably need a pair of pliers or something to loosen it. And when you loosen that up, the whole thing comes apart, and there'll be a hole in the tank. And the water will come into a little bucket that's going to collect all that water, and you'll have the rag, and you'll clean it all up. You're going to discard that. You're going to take the flapper off. You're going to dry the inside of the toilet. You're probably going to leave it overnight, maybe with a fan on it. So you've bought a new... Complete toilet kit with fill valve and flush valve. And you're going to also buy a toilet tank insulating kit that's about 10 bucks. You're going to take the styrofoam and you're going to fit it and cut it okay. to fit into the tank. And you're going to use the adhesive that they give you, which is like a caulking, and caulk it to the side of the tank. So you're basically lining the inside of the tank with styrofoam. Okay. And once that, okay. once that dries, you're going to put the fill valve back in. You're going to drop it through the hole, and you're going to tighten the nut really well. And you're going to follow the instructions that come in the package, put the new flapper on, probably get a new water line also to go from the valve to the bottom of the um, tank. You know, if we FaceTimed, I could walk you through this whole thing, but now I'm trying to do it on the radio. And then you'll put it all back together. You'll turn it on. Hopefully the toilet doesn't drip anymore because you replaced all these parts. You may have to adjust the water level a little bit because you removed volume away from the tank. So it's going to hold a little bit less water because you put the styrofoam in there. But it's not going to sweat anymore or do any condensation. And once you adjust everything, I think you just fix the whole thing for less than $30. 
That sounds really good to me, and I'm going to try diligently to do this. Now, can I get these uh, things at Ace Hardware Store? 100%. A toilet, a complete toilet repair kit, okay? Fluid Master is one name you'll find. And they should Would have... Would you say that again, please? Fluid Master. Fluid Master. Okay. Is the name of the brand for the toilet mm-hmm. tank repair kit. And then they should have an insul- a tank insulating kit as well. I think it's under the Ace brand. And it should come complete. Okay. If it does not come with any adhesive, ask them for a squeeze tube of a product called Lexel. Okay. And then call me next week and let me know how it goes. And if you need a little tweaking or help, I'll be happy to help you out. That is so good to know. Thank you very, very much. Have a pleasant rest of the day. You too. I appreciate you calling this morning. Good morning, Lou. Thanks for taking my call. Yes, sir. The, the, the problem I have, I have a Marvin wood uh, casement window, and the lever arm that opens the window disengages when I try to close the window. It looks like it falls right out of the track. The lever... Uh, on the bottom side of the sash or on the part that's on the... Yes, sir. Okay, so it's... It's on the opening and closing mechanism. <clears throat> there's an arm that extends and attaches to the sash, mm-hmm. and there's a little track on the bottom. And when I go to close the window, that lever or that arm disengages from the track. From the track, not the sash. In other words, from the well, there's a the track is on the sash. No, no, no. And there's a little roller on the end of this arm, and it rolls back and forth in this track and pulls the window open or pushes it open and pulls it closed. Okay, so I'm just I'm just trying to picture this because Marvin used to do this two different ways. So when the window is open, is the track where the mechanism is sliding? You're saying that's on the sash that opens and closes, or the- of the window it's 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 uh, it's actually on the sash that moves it's it's the arm that put that that when you crank open the mechanism it pushes the window open or when you go to close it it draws it uh, correct but i i just want to i just want to understand this the part that's sliding the sash is the actual window itself, right? The, if I were to take out the rectangular-shaped window, the frame, the track, should be on the bottom horizontal portion, and the arm just kind of hangs on a pin, sticks out on a pin, and grabs the bottom of the window. Is that how it is? Just want to get this our. This one tr- is attached to the actual crank mechanism. The arm. Okay. And there's not, and so the little, the metal arm, I assume, has some kind of plastic guide that goes into the track? Yes, sir. All right. And so is it coming out when you over-open the window, or is it always just popping out? It it comes, I can open the window easily, but when I go to close it, the arm disconnects. Okay. From the track. And then you pop it back in. Yes, so it's just worn, and how old are these windows? About 10 years old. Okay. So most of that hardware that Marvin uses is by a company called Truth, T-R-U, 
T-H, and you may even see that name on there. And you can buy that hardware directly if you took a couple of pictures. Hey, Lindsay, uh, my friends over at Blaine Window Supply, BlaineWindowSupply.com, I think they moved. They used to be in Stone Park. Uh, do you have a pen or a pencil, John? Yes, I do. Blaine, B-L-A-I-N-E, windowsupply.com. Where'd they move? Now they are at 9626 West Grand in Franklin Park. Beautiful Franklin Park. It's lovely this time of year. Actually, just took Max to Franklin Park. So anyway, they're in Franklin Park. They have all the parts and pieces that you need. You can go on their website and find it, but you could go there. And quite frankly, what I would do is just unscrew that hardware. There's a couple screws that hold it in place and take it with you and say, hey, guys, can you help me with this? Because it literally is like two or three screws on the frame and a couple of connection points. It's very simple to take the hardware off and you can just close the window manually and lock it. You know what I mean? You don't have to, you don't have to take the window out. And if they don't have it in stock, they could probably order it for you and mail it to you. Okay. It sounds like a plan. Sounds like I got something for you to do today. Okay. <laughs> I appreciate you calling, John. Have Thank a great you. have a great day. Eight seven seven two one three nope eight five seven. I went with the old phone number there. Eight five seven. Five five seven four Lou vintage interesting and fun eight five seven five five seven four Lou this is Evelyn in Powers Lake hello Evelyn you're on House Smarts Radio good morning took a couple of pictures there she is hey, Lindsay, uh, my friends over at she's Blaine still listening wow there's quite the delay there she is hey Evelyn I think she fell asleep she's out for a walk or something like that. She must be listening on the uh she must be listening on the app because there's a super delay when you listen on the app. Evelyn, are you there? No, she's still listening. Oh, that's what it is. We'll just wait. I mean, I, I want to be patient. You know, people wait. They wait a long time to get on the air. I don't want to I don't want to not Evelyn? Evelyn? Oh, I hear rustling. Oh. No, I think she's listening to wait until then she's going to pick it up. But then what she doesn't realize is I have a niece named Evelyn. She's beautiful. And I'm hopeful that this Evelyn is just as beautiful and is timely and on time and listening. And, you know, they wait a long time to get on the air. Why can't I wait for her? Right. Maybe put her back on hold and then. And then see, no, she's going to come. The minute I do that, she's going to come back. Well. Right. Okay. Three. Two, one, Evelyn. Let's see if she's going to be there. This is good radio right here. This is award-winning radio right now, waiting for Evelyn to pick up the phone. Evelyn, are you there? All right. Hi, yes, I'm here. Oh, hi. How are you? Alexis, stop. I'm good, thank you. I'm sorry. How are you? I'm well. Well, how may I help you this morning? I have a house in Powers Lake, Wisconsin that was purchased back in 1957, and my family has put multiple additions on it. What's occurring now is 
Well, it's been happening for a while. There's been a bus. It's a crawl space, like mud crawl space under the new addition. Okay. And there's always been a musty smell uh, in the one bedroom. And this time of year, in the, you know, when we put a dehumidifier in there and it fixes the problem. Another bedroom attached to it, the other side, hasn't always had a little smell to it, but nothing as great as the other one. Now that room has what I'm calling a moldy smell. Mm. Excuse me, a moldy smell. Mm. It's very obvious when you walk in, and, and the room that usually has a musty smell is perfectly fine. So I, my first concern was something was leaking, and we have an outdoor spigot uh, on the, that wall, um, but it doesn't appear to be any water coming from there. So I was wondering if you had any suggestions or ideas. It is a mud crawl space. I don't know if I said that or not, underneath. You did. And there's no inside access to that portion. There's two outside accesses. Um, uh, there's only one outside access to that mud right. crawl space, which right. is only like you know three feet high. And you don't, you don't, to the best of your knowledge, Evelyn, you don't get any standing water in that uh, crawl space, do you? Well, to be perfectly honest with you, haven't checked that for quite a while. Once upon a time, we did, but but uh, that has not been a recent issue. Okay, my guess is you would be. And a... I do run the dehumidifier now in the in the room that smells like mold to me. And right. It, it uh, sucks up a significant amount of water, and the smell does dissipate, but it doesn't go completely away. And then we come back a couple days later, right. and. It's pretty great again. Well, I think what I would probably do is have someone come and inspect that crawl space because if this is something that no one's kind of been down there for a while and there's, you know, if there is any standing water that creates this kind of musty smell, you might be a candidate to have to put some type of drain tile at the very minimum, a sump pump pit, and it would be really worth your uh, investment to do something like a crawl space encapsulation where they come in and they clean it all up, they level it off, they they manage any water that's coming in with drain tile and a sump pump pit, and then they wrap that crawl and basically seal it with a rubber liner to trap all of the dampness and the you know high humidity level underneath, and they vent underneath that so it does not permeate up into the rest of the home. And this would be a permanent solution that you know has a transferable warranty. It's something that the folks at Permaseal do, and I do know that they work in southeastern Wisconsin. And it might be worth. They do in southeastern Wisconsin. They work all the way up to Lake Geneva. So, if you gave them a call, eight hundred four two one Seal, eight hundred four two one S E A L, they would they would uh, be able to uh, at least come up and take a look and and give you some options how to permanently fix it. It's not going to be free. You know, it's going to be an investment. But I think that that is probably the smarter way for you to go in a situation like this. Because if there's a bunch of mold and mildew down there, you got to get that addressed. Because that's a health concern for the rest of your family. Yeah, that's, that was always my concern. I could say the musty smell was one thing, but this moldy yeah, smell yeah, yeah. is a whole yeah. different story now. Okay, you mentioned some pump site. We are... <laughs> 
talking about costly, we are having to put have a new well put in this year as well. Would these same people deal with the sump pump, or is that something permanent? I mean, I'm trying to kill two birds with one no, stone the well, here. The well, is, is sump yeah, pump the, something Permaseal does? Or correct. Is that, is correct. A plumber or a plumbing service? Correct. Permaseal would handle everything you had to do with that crawl space. Your well people, I doubt, would do anything with the sump pump. And the permaseal, the encapsulation. The would not do anything for the sump pump. I don't know. I don't believe so. No, that wouldn't that that wouldn't be the the issue. But okay. but I would the, okay. the estimates the okay. estimates are free. Thank you for that information. One other quick question: In the same room that has the musty smell or the moldy smell in it, has 1970s paneling on it. My family's been talking about painting it which I'm not really thrilled about. Do you have any, and, and would, would, do, would you know what would lie behind there? I'm thinking if there's a drywall behind it, just take the paneling down and deal with the drywall. Uh, or if not, what, would you, what do you think about painting well, 1970 paneling? Evelyn, I have to tell you that painting paneling looks fabulous. I mean, if you did nothing else, I don't know what's behind the paneling. If it's an older home, it could just be right on top of the the studs behind it there may not be any drywall and um you know here's what i would do let's address the crawl space and that whole area to find out if in fact there's a mildew and mold issue that has to be addressed because that may answer a ton of questions that if all of a sudden they start uncovering stuff like oh it's behind these walls and this and that then you've got to address a much larger issue but if they can come in and manage that and come up with a solution there painting paneling looks really nice you know you you lightly sand it you put a light color on there you know at the very basic it's white and those vertical lines look really nice and uh, it can transform a space pretty easily and uh, i think i think you'd be surprised at how much you would like it so it does involve sanding that was that was our lightly 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 no 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 i'm like no i don't think so <laughs> no just a light sanding just to cut any sheen and then you use a paint and primer and one and it'll look fantastic evelyn i really appreciate you hanging on and calling in today 857-557-4568 it's 853 in the morning we'll take a quick break and be right back there was uh, there were two weddings that day. You know, everyone's backed up, right, because of the of uh, the pandemic. Yeah. So their ceremony was at one thirty, and then I believe there was another one at three thirty, whatever. So we get there, and you know, everyone's frantic to get lined up. And at this point, my wife and I had not seen our daughter-in-law in her wedding dress, and she gets out of her car, and she's gorgeous you know like every bride but of course this is my daughter-in-law so oh, she's she was really the really prettiest. just beautiful in this beautiful uh what do you call uh <laughs> uh strapless dress strapless, right and yes. it had like Ugh. this lace she just looked Se- crystal unbelievable sequencing, glittery and you know oh, so they got gorgeous. the wedding planners whatever and the mother and father of the of the groom are the first ones to walk in the way it's going to work. And then the mother of the bride and, you know, it was a very traditional wedding. And, uh, so the wedding planner's like, all right, get, get, you know, go there. You know, the organist is playing music and we're standing at the end of the church waiting to waiting for the, so the organist ends and now we're waiting for the music to start before, you know, the wedding planner's going, okay, just walk slowly up, you know, don't walk. Okay. And we're just standing there and we're standing there. And we're standing there and I'm arm in arm with my wife 
And, you know, I don't have a problem standing in front of people. It's not my wife's favorite thing to do because everyone's looking at us. <laughs> right. And, and someone took a picture of the two of us, you know, we're arm and arm and I'm looking at her and I know this is the moment that I'm saying to her, I go, this is your favorite part of the wedding. Right. <laughs> we're both standing here. We don't want to step away because we want to do what we're told and we have to stand here. And it was the, I mean, it was probably 30 to 45 seconds, maybe more. But it felt like 30 to 45 minutes. Oh my gosh. Oh, and the I rip that my wife had on my arm, <laughs> I think I still have a bruise. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, uh, and then finally, I think, you know, for whatever reason, they were waiting for my son and his best man to walk out. And they, then the music started. <laughs> and then, you know, we slowly walk down the aisle. My one, I didn't notice that. You didn't? By the way. No. Yeah, it was it was very funny. It was we, much longer to we you. We were la- we were laughing, <laughs> and uh, it was very sweet. Uh, I highly recommend your kids get married. It's fun to I, be. It's really fun to be. We had so many friends who helped raise Quinn and all our other children that were all in the wedding, and to be able to share that with them is this unbelievably special moment. It was beautiful. It was and, beautiful. Uh, and the priest had a sense of humor. He started it with a joke. And uh, he was a, the priest that married them was the priest that baptized my daughter-in-law, which was really sweet. And uh, it was just lovely. It was. It was a, and I said it to you and I said it to them. I, I was maybe the happiest bride and groom I've ever seen. Oh, so happy. In my lifetime. Right. I mean, so, they just smiles. I mean, they'd waited so long, and yeah. they were just so yeah. ready, and it was, so they here, were beaming. Here's a quick story from the rehearsal the night before. So we're in the church at the rehearsal, and uh, and uh, so the, the parents, Joe and Fran, and Mary Beth and I, were sitting in the pews, and the priest, who's got a sense of humor, Quinn and Amy are up there. Okay, you're going to go over here, and then... Um, then he says, now, Quinn, you're going to face Amy, and Amy, you're going to face Quinn, and you put, you know, in the presentation of the ring, he's talking to the best man, you're going to do this, okay, and then put out your left hand, and Amy puts her right hand out, you know, to Quinn. And in unison from across the aisle, Joe, the father of the bride, and me, the father of the groom, say, your other left. <laughs> and we both got slapped in the knee by our wives. Dad joke. <laughs> Had a good time with that. All right, it's nine oh one in the morning. We're brought. We're oh, I still have a break. Oopsies. Wow, do I really have another break? Hmm. Hey, Don. Hi. Go get a sandwich. We'll, we need to take a quick break, and we'll be back right after this. Tom's driving around. I hear Tom. Was Tom in a car? I can hear him. There he is, right? Tom, my buddy. Did he put the car? You just talked to Tom. We knew we were coming to Tom. He put the phone down. What do you think? I think he's listening to a different radio station right now. 857-557-4LU. 857-557-4568 is our phone number. Um, All right. I got no Tom. I'm going to put Tom on hold. And Tom, you there? He put the... Tom? Hello? 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 Are you Tom? Hello? I hear you. Say something. This is Bob. Oh, Bob. My name is Bob. It's not Tom. Are you from Sheboygan? Bob. Are you yeah. from Sheboygan? No. Washington. Where are you? Oh, you're from Washington. Okay, well, then the then my apologies to both of you. How may I help you? 
Uh, well, I got to say this. Long time listener, first time caller. I've always wanted to say this. I got to get that out first. Just, <laughs> just let you know that. I appreciate it. So uh, I got you bet. I've got a chimney that has cracks. It's an outside chimney. Uh, seen a lot of product. I'm going to rely on your expertise on what to fill the cracks with. It's an outside chimney with cracks in it. When you say it's an out, so it's a brick chimney and the cracks are in the mortar? Yes. I, yeah, I'm sorry. It's both. The mortar and the brick. Hmm. And I know you're going to say replace the brick, but if there's a sealant, I'll go with that first. Well, I mean, with the brick, the problem, I mean... The problem is this, with the brick and or the mortar, in order for anything you do to um, to change it, you're going to have to grind out to make the opening bigger. You know what I mean? In other words, you can't right. just smush something in there because it's not going to, if it doesn't have anything to go inside um, to... Right. To grab onto, it's going to make no difference. By the time you do any kind of grinding on the brick, you might as well replace those bricks. How many courses of bricks are we talking about? Well, it's uh, it's well, there are actually two chimneys with with that with the same cracks situation with them. Uh, you're looking maybe seven or eight okay and are you in you're in washington two chimneys you're in washington dc yeah okay no illinois <laughs> oh yes washington illinois yep okay here's what i would do i would have i'd get a chimney sweep that also does chimney rebuilding to come out and take a look at this there's a terrific website okay. um, called, it's the Chimney Sweep Institute of America, C-S-I-A dot O-R-G. And okay. there you can plug in your zip code, right, where you're at, and find, and they, they will list, right. they will list um, different contractors that work in your area that have the expertise to do what you're doing. I think that ultimately okay. Ultimately you got to replace those bricks cuz if there's if there's spalling in the brick and it's loose by the time you monkey around with trying to grind it out, you're better off to just take the crown off, take the few courses, rebrick it, find something that matches obviously. And um right, that's going to be difficult to do, yeah. Right. That that is the trickiest part of the whole thing, but um, but that's the better way to go long term. Well, I appreciate that, and I, and I was afraid you were going to say that. But, All right. Uh, <laughs> I was hoping there was a quicker fix. But I, un- I I understand. I, I understand. Appreciate your information. Thank you. Thank you for being a long time listener. Much, thank you for being a long time listener and a first time caller. I really do appreciate that. 857-557-4LU is our phone number. All right, we'll take a quick break, and we'll be back right after this. Good morning, Lou. I have two brief questions for you, and I'm glad I can ask a specialist like you these 
questions. I live in a ranch-style um, townhouse, and I wanted to check the air quality in my home. <clears throat> and what would you suggest for that? And number two, if it needed improvement, what would I do for that as well? Thank hmm. you, Lou. All right. Do you want to? So, do you want to try some kind of um, at-home test kit first? Because I think that there's a couple ways. You got to see what, how it. Yeah, there's a couple ways to go, go here, Rex. I mean, th- there are some home test kits that you can use that are not super sophisticated, but it at least gives you some sort of baseline. In other words, like. Uh, you know, there are home radon test kits, right, that you can use that when, if they show that you've got radon, then you got to go to the next level and get a professional there. The same companies make air quality. What I would suggest is you probably get an air quality test and you also get a radon test kit and you use both of those. The test kits themselves cost about 10 bucks a piece, plus the lab component where you would take the samples based on the instructions that they give you, you put them in an envelope, you mail it off to this lab, and they, they do an analysis. And typically when within about 10 days, you get results from, from this. The one company that I'm aware of that makes a bunch of different product, products is a company called ProLab, P-R-O-L-A-B. And, you know... If you did a couple of those tests, you know, all in, you'd be in for about a hundred bucks. And then you would at least have, you know, if it comes back and says, Hey, everything looks good, you know, everything's fine, then you're great. You spent a hundred bucks and you you're off to the races. If it comes back and they say, Oh, we've got some elevated levels of this or that, then you go to the next level to then get a professional company to come in and really figure out what's going on. What is your overall concern? Uh, just I, I have elderly uh, people sometimes staying with me that are Got kind it. of immune compromised and Got all it. primarily. Do you have Rex? And the painting is uh, quite old. Got it. The painting is old. Do you do you, do you um, do you have forced air heating in the home? Forced, yes, forced air. Okay. Yes. I mean, the simplest thing as you wait to do these tests and get the results is have the furnace and ductwork cleaned. And use higher efficiency pleated filters in the furnace to help clean the air a little bit in the in the interim while you wait for these results from the tests. Okay. Makes sense? Perfect. Yes, sir, it does. Thank you, Lou, very much. Rex, I appreciate you calling. Have a great day. 857-557-4LOU is the number. This is Ann who's calling in from Lake in the Hills. Hi, Ann, you're on House Smarts Radio. Good morning, Lou. Um, I was trying to find out what the cost is for a vinyl window and a fiberglass window to be installed. One? Um, I have. I live in a townhouse, and I only have four windows, so I want to get all four replaced. Got it. Well, the prices have gone considerably up because of, you know, the world. Um, on average... You know, you're probably going to be on a vinyl window somewhere in the neighborhoods of seven to eight fifty per window installed, and on a fiberglass, you'll okay. be well over a thousand. In my a thousand plus. In my opinion, the fiberglass is the way to go. 
yeah, it's more, but it's a long-term, you know, I hate to say permanent, but it's a long-term solution, right? Quality, durable, I think it will help you sell the house someday. You know, in other words, oh, I put these windows in. Now, you know, I I work with the Gilkey people, and they make really good vinyl and fiberglass windows. Now, I'm I'm not going to sugarcoat it. You're going to wait a while to get these installed from any window installer because everybody's so backed up. But um, Gilkey's a family-owned company. They've been around a very long time. I, I do work with them to promote their windows, but... I mean, I can put a list an arm long of people who have had these windows in 25 years ago that are still super happy with them. Okay. All right. So 700 to 850 per opening for vinyl and 1,000 plus for fiberglass. Those are rough numbers, but you should be in the realm. And and here's the thing. Can you find it for a lot less? 100%. Most other companies, in particular vinyl companies in the Chicagoland area, buy someone else's window and install it. Um, okay. You know, can you still find a window for 500 bucks in opening installed? Mm, probably not, but there's somebody out there doing it. And this is definitely an area where you get what you pay for. Well, I trust what you're saying, so I'll probably end up going with Kilke. You're a good lady. Have a good rest of your day. <laughs> Thank you, Lou. You too. Bye bye. See, Bye-bye. she thinks. She thinks. You know what she thinks? She thinks I'm interesting and fun. <laughs> Poor Mary Beth. Poor Mary Beth, my ex-wife. Uh, it is nine thirty in the morning. Are we going to do just text me? We sure are. All right. When we come back, we'll answer some text messages for me. This is the first time this has happened all morning long. On time for news with Don Kleppen. You know, it's a little bit dated, right? I mean, the the references and stuff. So I think you do have to be of a certain age to get some of the stuff. You know, like Seinfeld's phone is a cordless phone with an antenna, right? The the whole thing. And uh, anyway, it's a great way to kind of break away from it. All right. So we get text messages at 857-557-4LOU. And uh, we're going to answer a few of those right now. Sure. Um, the first one, Lou, how do I get rid of rabbits eating my flowers and veggies? I'm trying urine, fox urine, granules, and spray, which isn't working. Anything mm. else besides chicken wire fencing? Yeah, the rabbits, darn rabbits. Huss and Pfeffer. So right? cute, though. They're so, they are so cute, and they love, they love, you know what they love? They love marigolds. Oh, my gosh, that's like a popsicle. They love to eat the marigolds. And sadly, with the rabbits, uh, I have I have tried the shake and everything that as well. We just gonna need to get them to go somewhere else. Two things you could try. Obviously, the chicken wire or the fencing will help, but it's not attractive. Go buy um, for 60, that's probably a little bit more now, 65, 70 bucks. Spray away. It's a motion sensing sprinkler that you hook up to the hose and put it by the flowers and just set it there now you need to remember that it's there because when the rabbits come they're going to get sprayed with water not going to hurt them but it's going to scare the living bejesus out of them and you're going to leave it there for a couple days and once they like i'm not going by those flowers every time i go by those flowers i get whacked with the water and they will go somewhere else and then move it around each every couple days uh, and try. The other thing you could try, I don't know how it would do with rabbits, because it's really an underground thing, but my uh, fun little 
bonide sonic spike, which is really for moles and voles and chipmunks, but it does work. And it might, might help you with the rabbits and um, give it a shot. But try the motion sensing spray away sprinkler and it should work. All right, got another one? I do. I did. I had it up. Good morning. Question. I have about 12 inches of cellulose blown insulation in my ranch house. My wife feels we need more, so I got some bids. Two recommendations were for adding blown-in fiberglass, and one was for blown-in cellulose. They're all going to R49. The cellulose was $1,000 less than the fiberglass. Is there any reason to go with fiberglass? Uh, the if, additional money. If we're getting, if you have cellulose, you can you can go either way. It doesn't matter. But I would just stay with the cellulose, save the money. You'll get if they're giving you the same R value. That means they may be spraying a little bit more cellulose than the fiberglass. And I would just stay consistent with the material. And look, there's no there's no such thing as too much insulation or too much ventilation in an attic space. So just ensure that if they're going to add this insulation, they're also maintaining whatever ventilation you have currently by potentially putting in what's called insulation baffles into each one of the spaces between the roof rafters so that airflow can get in there above the insulation to try and temper that space during the winter months as well as the summer months. How about one more? One more. Uh, Lou, my gutters have a leak at the point where the two meet at an angle. How do I fix it? So that outside corner or inside corner, you need to clean it out and dry it out, which means you may have to take a, a rag and or hair dryer or heat gun to make sure that it's completely clean and completely dry. There is a material, a caulking tube material that's silver in color that you're going to buy called gutter seal. And it almost, when you, when you squeeze it out of the tube, it kind of reminds me of what the Tin Man looks like in The Wizard of Oz. Kind of has that color. Not when he's rusty, when he's all shined up. And it flows into, here's actually what I would do. Once you clean it all up and it's all dry, take the hair dryer on the outside or inside corner where that seam is and use the dryer to just heat up the metal. Not super hot, but just warm it up a little bit. Then apply the gutter seal. It is a kind of a lick. It has body to it, but it flows and it will go into the nooks and crannies and you're just going to caulk it and maybe use a pair of... Um, rubber gloves and use your thumb to just kind of work it into the seam and then put one more bead build it up a little bit and let it self-level and flow make sure it's not going to rain for 24 hours and it should work just fine that's our just text me segment 857-557-4lu 857-557-4568 let's get a quick call in here uh, before we need to take a break this is linda in chicago hi linda you're on house smarts radio Hi, Lou. How are you? I'm doing... Good morning. Good morning. I'm doing really well. How may I help you this morning? Um, I have some maple cabinets that we put in, in um, you know, probably 15 years ago. And they're, the cabinets are in really good condition, except I have a lot of uh, built-up grime right around the handles on mm. a few cabinets, mm -hmm. you know, so it looks dark. And I uh, have tried to 
clean it, you know, sort of, but and but uh, I don't want to damage the wood. So I wondered if you had a if you had a recommendation on how to clean that grime. It's just built up over the years, I think. I want you to right, t- around, right around the handles. I want you to take the handles off, okay? Okay. And I want you to put a um, a drop cloth over the countertop. And go to okay. the hardware store and buy a bottle of Howard's Restore-A-Finish. Restore-A-Finish? Howard's. Like Howard, the name Howard. Yes, I got that. All right. And uh-huh. some quadruple zero steel wool. Put the Howard's in a container. That's four zeros, right? Yep. yep four mm-hmm. zeros. Put the Howard's in yeah. a container. Wear some rubber gloves. Take a piece of the Uh steel wool in the container, put it in the Howard's, squeeze it out, and then with the grain, gently go back and forth on the entire surface of the door. I don't want you, like, bearing down on the area where the grime is, but it is going to remove all Uh of that, and it's actually going to rejuvenate the whole finish on the whole door. So you're going to do the whole door, and then take a clean cotton Uh rag and wipe that down to kind of clean it all off, and then work door-to-door-to-door, right. to door to door, put the handles back on, and be ready to be amazed. Oh, good. That sounds great. That's something I can definitely do. Now, one other thing, Linda. It's a, okay. petro- it's mm-hmm. a petroleum-based product, so make sure you open up some windows because it'll be stinky. Oh, okay. Okay, for sure. Do it on a cooler day. Okay, I will. Well, thanks so much. I really appreciate I've been driving around in my car for weeks with your phone number here. (laughs) So I'm finally doing it. Thank you, All right, you can park the car. Gas is very expensive. Don't be driving around anymore. All right, real quick, uh, just a quick uh, aside. It has nothing to do with anything. Uh, Like all of you, I've been watching all these political ads uh, that have been on TV and the radio, and uh, I am a... I am not a partisan person at all. I'm an institutionalist. I believe in the institution that we are in this country. And I really believe we all have to vote, no matter what side you're on. My only suggestion is they're trying to, everybody's trying to scare the heck out of us in all these ads, right? And I hate that fear tactic. And, you know, if you have somebody that you want to vote for that you believe in, I don't care who it is. Do your research and make sure that's really why you're you know, voting for them. Don't vote by fear. Vote by your conscience and what you believe in. And we just all need to participate. You know, I think we all want the same thing. We all want to be good and we want to have great leaders and we want to have a good country and do whatever. And there's a million different ways to get there. But we need to vote from what we believe in. And just don't let these people scare the you know what out of you because they're really trying to do that and it's just concerning to me playing on that fear part of it so vote with your conscience on what you believe but just vote in the end we just got to go out there and vote right that's that's what we need to do and it's it's a it's a great gift that we have in this country that we can participate in and uh you know no matter what we got to do this we're all in this together and uh you know what if we all grab that rope and pull in the same direction uh we'll get something done that's my hope. All right, it's 9.48 in the morning. We'll take a quick break and be right back. Good morning, Lou. Good morning. Um, my question is, uh, it has to do with rust. Okay? Okay. Can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. All right. I have a terrace, and the terrace is finished with, I think it's called Sonogard. Okay. Have you heard of that? I have not. Is it some type of epoxy coating? Okay. 
It looks. It, it, I I watched them. They I just had it. Re, it they had it redone three years ago, and it looks like um like a real heavy paint with with something rough mixed in with it. Okay. So it's very rough. It's got a very rough surface, and the tips of my uh, wrought iron chairs get worn down by eventually. So I have to put new tips in. But um, I have a few rust marks because I didn't get the tips in soon enough and I was wondering what I could do without uh, harming the finish on the uh, so the so the rust that you're appearing that's appearing on this surface you you believe to be from the wrought iron chairs and the the base of it it's like surface rust on top of it yeah, and there's not a lot. I'm looking at it. It looks like maybe six or seven spots. Okay, all right. And have and it's you? On ha- top of, yeah, it's on top of the center. Have you? Not, have you? Not used, underneath. Have you used anything so far? No, I haven't done anything except hose it down and scrub it. And uh, you know, it's got, it's nice and clean now. But yeah, but rust okay. is still there. All right. Um, let's do this. Um, there's a, a cleaner, a concentrated cleaner, called Crud Cutter, with two Ks. Crud Cutter. K R U D D, K R K R K R Crud Cutter, and it's K U T T E R. Crud Cutter. Full strength, okay. full strength over these spots. I want you to go spray on there, all there. Let it sit there for five minutes. And then take okay, take a minutes. take a little nylon scrubbing brush or a Scotch Brite pad, and in a in a circular motion, not with a ton of pressure, but enough pressure to scrub it off. I bet it'll remove those rust spots. And my guess is the okay. rust. I mean that material. If it's kind of what I you know I don't know the brand, but I, I'm I'm familiar with that type of material. That it's uh, okay. it's all on the surface, and you'll be able to wipe it all away. And if you're conscious of the tips that you mentioned on the wrought iron you still may occasionally get a little drip here and there but uh you'll have that bottle of crud cutter and it should do just fine yeah no i'm not going to get any drips because i keep replacing the tips on the chairs i see but i didn't replace them soon enough i should have done it last year and i bought them right 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 because it's kind of a pain you know understood and i am again i'm a very long time listener very long time i mean this goes way back my husband's gone 17 years and before that we were listening to oh, you oh so, that is so uh, sweet and and I've always wanted to call you about something, and this was a really good reason to call. So thank you so much. Jean, I'm glad you're there. Thank you, Jean, and I appreciate you listening. I hope you have a terrific rest of your day. Thank you. You too, Lou. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.